Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, today we introduce you to another cutting-edge podcast series from the creative forces of Hammered Mushroom Productions. Aptly named Red, White, and Blue, over the course of this series, three middle-aged American men will consider themselves equal combatants in the divisive and dangerous arena of political debate. Though not your average amigos, these men all have similar middle-class suburban upbringings. While attempting to get educations, they all met and bonded in brotherly fellowship at the same state university. Their varying opinions and perspectives on life and politics is what brings us here today. Our first combatant, Mr. Leo Michaels, is planted solidly in the red corner of the American political spectrum. He is known by many from his daily Facebook show, Let America Argue Again. Leo will be a steadfast and very capable representative of the conservative right. The second member of the trio, Mr. Teddy Charles, controversially claims to represent middle ground American politics. Once legendary for his vein popping intensity, Teddy, through meditation, and self-medication has transformed his persona into a Buddhist-like calmness. Our final contestant, Mr. Floro Roberts. He has accepted the blue role, representing progressive points of view. Although Floro has been an open critic of the cancel culture, snowflakes, and radicals, his non-conventional free thinking often lands him the dubious label of liberal. What will happen over the series of these taped and unedited recordings is a mystery that many have anticipated. Only you, the listening audience, can determine the winners, losers, and survivors in this dangerous contest. Please be sure your seat belts are tightly fastened. This ride surely will be bumpy, disturbing, and possibly enlightening. Welcome to the Red, White, and Blue podcast. And uh, welcome back to part two of the Red, White, and Blue podcast uh, with Fluro Roberts and Leo Michaels. I am Teddy Charles, and we're going to stay in character, guys, tonight. Uh, we're going to let Mike... Oh, sorry, I did it again. We're going to flip right back to... <laughs> I'm going to flip right back to... This is why this is very difficult. Stop yeah, laughing, Bob. All right, I am going to... <laughs> Wait a second here. Chuckle Charles. All right, thank you. Score of the screw up. All right, so Leo, <laughs> I am going to throw this uh, right to Leo, who's going to be our uh, MC from this point forward. So enjoy. Take it away, Leo. All right, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Uh, we are picking up where we left off. We're not- do we want to do a quick recap of the topics before or just jump right in? I say we jump right back in. We'll do it. We'll, yeah. we'll see who who is the, mo- the most liberal when we get to the end. Yeah, we'll do a recap so, after the whole thing. I, I'm, so I'm going to I'm going to say just uh, that's common flush, ground right there. Yeah, there see? you go. Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON one and let's go. All yeah, right. 
Floro, you are the first question is to you. Yes. We are going to we're going to start out with what I like to call a layup for you. Oh boy. We're going to talk about the legality of drugs. Okay. Okay. Yep. Should 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 drugs be legal? Should there be a level of drugs that are legal starting with marijuana or should we go harder? Where do we stand? What should we make legal? What should, or should it and or should it just be decriminalized? What's your take? Go. Okay, I took some notes. I did some research, you know. Okay. And I took some notes for prepare here, but that's it is a layup. So my answer is, marijuana should be legal. It should be legal at a on a federal level, just like alcohol. Um, I can. I can uh, grow grapes in my backyard and make wine. I should be able to grow marijuana in my backyard and make marijuana for myself. I can't legally sell the wine I make. I shouldn't be legally uh, allowed to sell the marijuana I make. It's for self-consumption. Okay. So then you talk about all these other drugs that people take and get a, and abuse and get addicted to. And... I don't know how I feel about those so much, but I think there's an argument that if it was, um, if if the federal government and the state governments were totally aligned and there was uh, programs out there to distribute safe product and safe delivery systems, blah, 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 and you did everything, you know, perfectly, it could probably possibly work but that's probably not reality all right so however i would say in my final argument here my final point if you legalize marijuana it's all over man you don't need to worry about anything else what do you mean everybody's just going to be getting high feeling good and they don't need that other stuff all right well so So then to me that's the answer all right. Well, we're going to right, we're going to toss it to Teddy to get to get his answer. But I want to add in there, not not saying that either of you are hardcore stoners or anything to, along those lines. But how does productivity um, come into play when when marijuana is involved? Are you as is anyone that you know that smokes dope could, could fully functional? Oh, wait a second now. Before we get started hello. here, wait. A, hello. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, man. The connection's been a little kooky, you know. So up to this point, um, you know, I'm going to say that it's always a tie. Between? Well, you know, it's a boring game, and it's always a tie. So uh, that was a, a, a way lame. <laughs> I, that was lame. That anyway, was lame. Like, Go ahead. I'm gonna. Okay. So back back to the original point. Sorry, guys. Anybody's paying attention here. You let us know what that means. That gibberish. So I say, um, yeah, definitely productivity for some people works. If you're, you know, in certain positions, um, I guess uh, if you're in uh, if hard not hard labor, but if you're doing manual labor, 
um, those kinds of things, operating machinery, absolutely not. Not a great idea. If you're a creative person or someone who's just trying to relax a little bit without having to get on anti-anxiety medication maybe, absolutely a game changer. If on a very low dosage, prescribed, absolutely, 100% safe, and I think would make those people very productive. Um, okay, so I would if agree you're not, with if you're not Teddy. Hold on. I want to throw something out there because I didn't get to finish yep. okay. when you threw that other comment back out there. I do not condone doing anything like drinking alcohol or smoking marijuana or taking any kind of cannabis product while you're working. All this work? is a recreational home use type product, just okay. like alcohol. Can't drive. Can't work on it. Not not safe. Okay. So then what about the, um, the gateway scenario where if you make marijuana legal and more accessible, that the argument is then that people will – they'll like that. They'll do that. Um, but then you're going to get – you know, you're not going to get enough pleasure out of that, and you're going to go to something that takes you to another level. You can, you know, does not happen. No way. Do not I agree. Disagree. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Utter, complete malarkey. Uh, there so could be bullshit. there could be a less than a point zero zero one percent chance somebody who's, uh, you know, obviously predisposed to drug abuse. Um, highly, highly addictive yeah. individual. They might break yeah. that rule, but the ma vast majority of people I've seen and or have talked to or known um, who are you know, using THC for whatever reason, generally not a problem whatsoever. And again, I still believe that maybe in a certain minimal dosage, it might be a way people go to work, Bob, by the way, uh, on SSRIs every single day. And what if you took a very low dosage, if you manage it properly, took one low dosage uh, edible in the morning, and that did the same exact thing for you as the SSRI without all the side effects. So I think sometimes, you know, we got to look at the type of work people are doing and no different than an SSRI. I would, I would have to say, I don't even know an SSRI. Is. I was going to say, Anti-anxiety medication. Okay. Okay. All and you. all your 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 Paxils, right? Pack, right. Exactly. Work and exactly. Blunts that whole right. flutter. Yeah. I, I got to. There's got to be more science, right? You got to make yeah. this thing like a pharmaceutical drug, and and prove out the science before it's okay to take it a low dose in a workplace, like in manufacturing that sort of thing. By the way, my no. son takes anti anti anxiety medication. And I'm happy to say he cut his thumb off at work. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> you know? Not good. I'm not laughing at thumb. that. It's just, it's just, yeah, that's it's out the there. the top of his thumb. But, you know, it could be the anti-anxiety medication is mm -hmm. contributing to him not paying attention. So, so you, want it, yeah. you want it regulated more? Is that what, what? you're saying? I want, I want it to be federally regulated like alcohol. Okay. Because that well, that's going to score that's going to score you moderate or middle of the road points. The uh, the far lefters do not want it regulated. They want it, you know. You grow what you grow in your yard. You smoke it. It's uh, it's not a problem. Um, I, no, you. I, 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 I want you to grow it in your yard and smoke it. I just don't want you to go to work stoned out of your skull. How are you going to regulate I, that? 
testing. Drug oh. testing. <laughs> if you have more tests, you have more cases. Yeah. Um, well, they drug test now. <laughs> That's a, is that a burn? I have no. I have no problem with drug testing. Um, I don't, I, I don't use manufacturing equipment. No, I'm. I'm just saying, if you if you just grow it in, at at your house and you use your own, yeah, you no one's going to know whether it, you know you whether you're using it at work. The only way you know it's like a prescription. You only get X amount for if you're. That's regulation. If you're only getting a certain amount from a certain reg, you know, regulated facility, right. and you use um, that. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not for that. I'm for. Well, I don't. I don't think you can do responsible use of marijuana, just well, like responsible use of alcohol. Bob, There's no okay. difference. Bob, right. Bob, at Bob, yes. Bob. Um, uh, so look at. Like, or sorry, fluoro. or or fluoro. I'm sorry. You're doing really well I'm, with the. Aliens. I'm not doing well tonight. Doing really well. I'm gonna do better I'm, next time. I'm the one that's smoking, by the way. Okay. Yeah. So here's the deal. So you look around at college campuses, and nowadays the vast majority of kids are using Adderall, okay? Right. And yep. that's a prescription, again, back to prescription medication. Some people mm -hmm. actually advocate for Adderall because it fine-tunes your thinking, you focus more, you get more done. Other people think it's very dangerous. I, and I, I mean, honestly, deep down, I don't think anybody should do Adderall unless it's under a doctor's supervision, but sure. in fact, back to the same thing about your work. If I work in a knowledge industry, I'm not operating anything and I take an Uber to work or the train, does it really make a difference if I'm on THC or not? No, it doesn't. There you go. Like you're an artist. Right. Like a, right. You work at a cafe. You're not, yeah. you're not, you're not going to hurt anybody. You're not going to drop no. you know, a piano on someone's head as you lift it into their apartment. So. Yeah. So, so, so is that where you want to regulate it? Are you going to say specific jobs are okay and specific jobs are not? Maybe not. Yeah. Well, but yeah, maybe, maybe not. Sounds good. Maybe. Well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think the construction workers or um, physicians should be doing it. But if you're pouring a cup of coffee or you're writing a song, fine. Um, but again, that that's going to come into um, government regulation and taxation and all that kind of stuff. Does it stop at marijuana? Are we allowed to have responsible drug use of cocaine and no. stuff like that? We're just nope. stop. It's just marijuana. Correct. Teddy. Um, for what? So the regulation right now we're talking about would be only focusing on marijuana, correct? Well, that's the question. Are we stopping there or are we that's allowing exactly the question, rec Teddy verbatim? Rec recreational use of cocaine or well you know something um okay. you know do we you want to you want to if you want a yes or no answer is that what you prefer that's fine no, not really this is a talk show up to you yes dude. or no's are boring you're well, trying to get the votes well here's here you know here's here's a here's the hard part of some of this because in other countries you've seen where they relaxed uh some of the regulations on all drugs and then they just deal with treatment so they've had some success. Now, the U.S. is yeah. exceptional. We're exceptional in many different ways. And one of the ways is how hard we go. Um, so, you know, you open that up, it would be a couple or many years, uh, probably a lot of people going off the rails very quickly. Heroin's the worst. So here's the deal. Mm -hmm. I would say no heroin. No, any, put it this way. I'll, I'll leave you with this thought. If it, I can make it from a plant, generally, I'm good. Let's go. 
Let's find a way well, to regulate. Make, you make heroin from a plant, Teddy. Yeah, no, you don't. You have to actually do a chemical extrication, which is completely different than fermenting or you know, gr- you know, gr- you know using wine. But it wine. came from a plant. Ah, well, you're being difficult. So does cocaine. So I'll put it this way. If it's brown, smoke it down. If it's white, stay, you know, you see what I mean? So that's, that's bottom line. What do you want to do? Do you want to say... It's hard, it's hard to draw the line on the basis of how it's made, I think. So put it this but way. How about, how, about, how about drugs that have zero benefit to anybody? Heroin has zero benefit. Cocaine, zero benefit. Methamphetamine is basically zero benefit. So I, I, really... go back, I go back to the, uh, my argument that if you have alcohol and marijuana as a nice pairing, right. you don't have to worry about <laughs> any of those other drugs. Well, that's They're you. It's not going to happen. Well, that's you. This is not going to happen. If we open it up. People by... have enough. I will say this. I don't believe there's a lot of people jumping from uh, smoking or ingesting marijuana to the next level. I don't believe that at all. Um, And I think the drugs that are the most severely addictive, above and beyond everything, heroin, I've seen it many times, right in my own the last two or three years, I've had many stories in my office. A team member, terrible, terrible story, who I had to just fire because she couldn't handle working anymore because she had All right, I don't want to hear that story. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Bottom line, listen, guys, it's a heroin story. It's a cocaine the story. Of the, rest of the rest of our listeners Woo-hoo. haven't heard Unless that you're doing an expose in the Inquirer. No, listen, I don't want to get into anything terribly detailed. The point okay. is... That yeah, drug, I, that I drug is. I agree with you. It's terribly, terribly devastating. Alcohol can okay. be terribly devastating, but you know, we have more programs now, hopefully directed at alcohol, and 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 not enough against probably heroin or coke, and and we don't have to have many programs besides promoting the benefits for those who enjoy THC, who can I mean, handle I, it. I re- I really feel like you know we we um, as a country you know, are very reactive and we regulate on a reactive basis. And, um, you know, in other countries with alcohol, they give wine and alcohol beer to children and teach them responsible use right. and responsible use of alcohol and marijuana can, is, is a realistic goal. And it's, it's recreational. It should be done by adults. Um, but in, in my mind, I wouldn't give it to kids. I wouldn't get alcohol to kids. I'm not, I, I'm not from Italy or wherever. Right. But, but just, you know, more early education and keep it recreational. And I, I'm only kidding about the other drugs. They're going to exist. I think <laughs> right. they're very harmful. They're addictive. I think that's probably where you draw the line is, you know, marijuana is not addictive. The habit of smoking marijuana or the habit of, of alcohol, uh, drinking alcohol or whatever is, is more, you know, what's leading to people's problems, not that the actual substance is addictive. That's my right. It's like, well, when you have a, um, when you, when you have a, um, a transition to legality where, like you mentioned Italy, where you, where you grow up drinking wine you yeah. statistic, you statistically, you will lose a generation. That first generation where you make it legal, then it's spring break 24-7, yeah. um, and everyone's going to do it twenty all the time. Um, and that first generation, you know, second generation, it'll calm down, and everyone will get used to it a little bit. But it's the, you know, the new toy syndrome. Everyone's going to play with it all the time. So it's going to be a – it would be a 
train wreck for a, a, a good 10, 15, 20 years, and then it would probably be fine. But you, we, you have to be prepared for people to push the boundaries. And, well, if that can do this, I can do that, and this, that, and the other. But it's going to be a mess for a long time. Yeah, I would say evolution is not easy. No, I agree with you. Okay. So, yeah, again, Coda, uh, I agree above everybody else that, yeah, the few years of that transition will be a disaster. Um, but, again, maybe worth it in the long run. Teddy? Yeah. Teddy? Yeah. It's a strange game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, the man. The only winning move is not to play. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, Fluro. How about a nice game of chess? Fluro. Fluro. Machines don't call people. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's go. All right. I think we've, uh, I think we've thir- thoroughly beat that um, one to a pulp. Yeah. Yes. That's Let's, a good one, though. Let's lay up. It on is and on. completely a grease stain. We set the record for most consecutive layups in one game, I think. All right. <laughs> yeah. Next. All right, so Teddy, Teddy, you get to start this one. Good, thank um, you. We are going to do, to d- discuss the Second Amendment. Oh, geez, <laughs> that's the one with the guns, right? Good lord, that would that would be your right to bear, bear arms. arms. Well, part of that, okay. right? Sure. Okay, so now under this topic, that we want to discuss background checks. What should be included in that? How deep do we go? Do we in how deep do we uh, invade people's privacy? And then the second part is, or second of three, really, is um, what are we going to take away? You know, the bump stocks, the large magazines, this, that, and the other. Or are we going to actually just say there's a whole list of weapons that, that we're taking off the market? Are we going to go that far? So, Teddy, Teddy, you get to go first. Background checks. And what do we eliminate? Well, first, I'd like to say, God damn it. I'd piss on a spark plug if I thought it'd do any good. <laughs> oh, your timing is terrible. Oh, ah, well, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I got, you know. You should have been in acting. Ten minutes. I gonna, well, I, I'm I, not. I, I don't have I to take that, one. you pig-eyed, pig-eyed sack of. Okay. Sport. Let's get back to the points here, okay? Pig-eyed sack of shit. I was going to um, use that spark plug later. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So, First, I, I think part of the question was uh, uh, taking away of weapons, right? Yeah, sure. Sure. I, I, I don't think that will ever happen or should happen at this point in time. You know, genies are, you know, if you want to say genies out of the bottle, um, absolutely. You know, you know, what is out there is out there. And obviously there is legally purchased weapons and uh, illegally purchased weapons. So the stemming the tide of weapons coming and going is a very slippery slope. You can say that you can legislate it away, but you still have those who will purchase illegally. Um, should we tighten loopholes? 100%. You know, at this point in time, we're not talking about you know, some people obtaining weapons should not obtain them. And the only way to probably stop that is doing better vetting. And that sucks for the everyday law-abiding citizen who just wants to buy a, maybe a hunting rifle or a handgun even, or even at this point an assault-type weapon of their choice. Um, you know, they're law-abiding, they haven't any criminal records, but why should they wait? 
I, I would think most of those people um, would be willing to wait because they're like, look, I, I'm a very reasonable human being. I understand what's going on right now. Sure, check me out. Do what you've got to do. Um, you might give up a little bit of freedom, but right now we've everybody's been probably unfortunate having to give up a lot of freedoms for many other reasons. So uh, well, you said it's gonna you said it's gonna hurt the law-abiding citizen. Just the waiting time, or well, they want well, it, well, meaning meaning I think I think the argument is there. Why do we need more more background checks? And I think the two responses might be on if you're you know on the side of very conservative viewpoint is that um, I have to wait more time to get a weapon because what did I do wrong? And now you put me into a database. Now I'm on a database. You've got my name and number, the whole nine yards, and now I'm connected. I own a weapon. And when the time right. comes to take those weapons, we know where you live. Um, right. So I, I think I think there's maybe a little paranoia, um, you know. And I, but I do agree. I think you know, at this even recently with COVID nineteen, I've had two good friends of mine who would I'd never thought in a million years would purchase a, a weapon purchase handguns. My neighbor across the street, e even less so, said, I want to think about maybe buying a shotgun. I'm like, whoa, because that actually was probably more about the recent events with George Floyd. I don't want to go down rabbit holes, but I think people right. are even more... more... What, is, what, is, what does a gun have to do with COVID? Uh, looting. Or people who might suddenly, if, if society were to break down. I think the yeah. idea is that if we had no grid, or we literally got yep. cyber attacked so badly, no one knew what the left and right was, and then we were just being manipulated. I, I think COVID is the same kind of mentality. All of a sudden, I can't go to the grocery store when I want to. I can't do this. I can't do that. There must someone do that. I'm protecting myself in case suddenly my neighbor is starving for some reason and wants to attack my house. So I think that's the reason. I think COVID's probably now overblown a million yeah. percent. Okay. So, but I All think right, let, let, people are freaked right. out. Go ahead. All right, let's let's flip it over. Let's get Floro in on this one. Leo, uh, this is oh. not only a layup. Okay. This is a this is a two hand tomahawk dunk. Okay. <laughs> For Floro, and I, I'm going to shock you here. I'm going to shock okay. you here. No, it's not a bluff. It's real. <laughs> okay, hold on. I can get my notes. The notes. That was my quote from the freaking yeah. movie. Oh, the <laughs> good job, dude. You you keep sneaking those in there. Pretty good. All right. Well, it is, that, wasn't that what that, I, I'm? I'm that was kind of the idea. The quote, by the yeah. way, crushing you. All right. So let's cut back to the guns. Second uh, Amendment. Second okay. Amendment. Yes. Okay. We, and I have had a beat down argument. With one of our our buddies, who's oh. very liberal on this topic, and I will stick to my guns in okay. that. Literally, the Second Amendment is there for the, all the right reasons. Okay, it's brilliant, right? You know, it protects against tyranny. Um, you can protect your your uh, property, whether that be a home or a shop owner. Mm -hmm. I think at this, you know, our founders didn't envision the um, the weapons that we have now, the possibility 
the weapons no, but and they, the, they didn't envision anything. No, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, right. I'm not saying that it's still brilliant. Um, so my position would be that, um, I don't know if I want to, before I get into my position, I wanted, I wanted to maybe make some comments about what Teddy said, because I, I, I do really agree with many of his comments, but my end result is different. So he said, focus on the illegal purchase of weapons. Yes, okay. absolutely. That should never stop. I don't okay. think anybody's against illegal right. the purchase of illegal weapons. Maybe outside uh, the box today, but not um, with our parents. Education. Gun education. I've never had it. I was never given a gun to shoot and understand how it works. Therefore, I'm very fearful of it. But if you understand well, you are what to it get is. A license. You are What's supposed that? to get a license when when you buy a gun. You are supposed to get a license. No, I'm talking then, about. I'm talking you're about supposed like. Supposed to be taught how to use it. Well, no, I'm talking about like when, you know, our parents grew up. Um, the dad would take their kids out and shoot a gun, teach them how mm -hmm. to shoot a gun, and be responsible about the gun, and teach them that right. this is a very powerful thing that you can end somebody's life with. So it's not meant to kill people. From a homeowner standpoint, okay, right. That, that's, that's what I'm, I'm saying. About. I'm saying that's part of the, um, the the process. When you get a gun, you get a license. You're supposed to be taught those things when you get it. It's already supposed to be that way. But okay, I'm talking about early education. I guess okay, that's, that's fine. Okay, um, um, okay. I won't go to COVID. Forget it. Yeah, don't go to COVID on this. Okay. So my position is there are military weapons and there are non-military weapons, okay? And you might think, oh, well, here, now he's going to, like, categorize each weapon. Pretty easy. Military weapons are like tanks, grenades, <laughs> rocket launchers, flamethrowers, napalm. Those are mili military weapons. Okay. If somebody can go out and has the cash to purchase a automatic machine gun with all, you know, the clip, whatever, the bump stock, whatever, do not regulate that in this country. Okay. What that will cause is more black market sales and more crazy people and bad people buying those things. Right. Yes, you cannot uh, stop the bad guys from getting them. That's the, always the argument. Yes, there, exactly. there will always be a black market. They will, and then there'll be, it'll be an unfair fight. They will be out. We will. The good guy will always be outgunned if you take him away from. That's correct. Okay. Pretty and good. I also feel like, I I also feel like carrying um, weapons unconcealed should be regulated by the state, your state you live it in. It is. It is. And it should right. be. And if you don't like it, move to another state or vote somebody <laughs> else in who likes it. Okay. Yeah. Get I'll... over yourself. Yeah. So, so Teddy. I owned a gun in my life. My father never owned a gun in, my, in his life. Felt the same way. Don't mess with the Second Amendment. It's brilliant. Yeah. Teddy, are you okay that? with the. With, yeah. okay. I'm not I blue. I like it. I'm red. Red, motherfucker. <laughs> Listen, red view. listen, before, yeah, before, yeah. before, we, hey, listen, before we move forward, hang on, hang on. 
Hold on. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question about Go it. Let me, phrase, let me Go ahead. let me phrase the question so I can br- bring this back. Um, yep. I I like the way you you said that, Floro. That was that was very good. We didn't Passionate. really get into how deep we get into um, background checks, but so back to Teddy. Yes. Like an, I I think it's I think we can all agree no one should have a tank in their driveway. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that on that one, Floro. But the question is. The, the flavor of the day is the AR-15. Is that – Floro seems to think we're fine. fine. I personally think Give I'm fine. Give every man an AR-15. Teddy, every... what do you, where do you stand on the AR-15? Um, personally, I think it's over – this is now – I'm not going to say that word. I think that um, – you know, under the current law and regulations that, yes, law-abiding citizens can own these weapons. But it's odd to me because not too long ago in history, we banned the um, machine gun. You cannot own a machine gun, but you can own... automatic. Right. Well, yeah, so there is a differential, and it's in the law, and the Supreme Court mm-hmm. so far has upheld all this. Um right. You know, on a personal level, on a, a purely personal level, I don't find any reason to own ARs because when society breaks down to the point you need an AR, you're not going to survive because it's going to be a massive, it's going to be Ebola times a thousand or an asteroid, something that's just going to wipe everybody out. You're only going to last for another couple of months and you're done. And that's my opinion. Some of these People who advocate for this think that a the government's coming for the weapon. Prozac after this speech. Well, the well <laughs> the, the, the government. The, hey, I'm sorry, bro. The government's not coming for your weapons. I don't think that's going to happen. They know that that's we have a voluntary army, and these are citizens who will probably not ever turn against their own own people. Um, and uh, you know, I, I I get it. I get the idea that people think they need these weapons or they enjoy shooting them. They're Probably very fun to shoot. Yeah, um, they are. as long but, as you're not shooting people. But it's but, but it's a but it's a thousand percent, one thousand percent a weapon, and I, no one can. I don't care. You can come at me anytime you want. I anybody can show me an article where someone says we use these guns for hunting. That's bullshit. There's not one hunter on this planet would say a true hunter would say I need an AR type weapon for hunting any animal. It just makes no sense. It's to kill people and a discussion. It's what it was designed for. All right, all right, all right. That's Maybe it. they're hunting Bigfoot. Maybe they're hunting Bigfoot. Right. I, I that, just don't, I just think that the, right now, right now, you can own all the ARs you want, I guess. The law lets you. I think going forward, we have to rethink that in a very careful fashion and do more background or a more extensive background checks on people who own those weapons. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Let, let's let's keep it simple. I mean, you open the gate, you walk through the gate, you close the gate. Yep. Um, the the AR-15. Here's an example of today why many people feel it is absolutely 100% necessary. <laughs> let's let's and it's not for hunting. Let's okay. say let's say you're a shop owner. And all of a sudden, a riotous mob is coming your way. If you have a pea shooter or a you know something that holds six bullets, and you have fifty people, you're not going to stop them. You might get a couple, but then you're dead. 
But if you've got a full-fledged mob coming at you, an AR-15, you pull it out. You don't even have to shoot it, and that mob will go find another place to riot. That's why they say they need it today. Not for hunting, Mm -hmm. not for, you know, not for that. But so it, there is a logical reason. Is there a question in there? Yeah, but you know something though? He didn't think they was a useful. You know what? I'll I'll tell you this much. You know what other weapon works really well on that kind of situation? A freaking uh, shotgun with 20 odd uh, buckshot. It's the same thing. A shotgun does a very good job of, of taking people out very quickly, and you just hold that shotgun up. So shotguns, I, I'm okay with, I guess, because they're not out there necessarily to wipe out 50 people. They're about, you know, wipe out a couple in nearby, I guess. Um, I, I, I truly believe that if uh, mobs knew that the <laughs> shop owner had that gun, yeah. they probably wouldn't break into his shop. That's true, too. That was, that was my point. If you if you have two shops, one guy standing in front with an AR-15, and one guy stay staying there with a with a sign saying "I support you," which one are they gonna go riot? Or, or a Bible? But, but you know, uh, but but uh, Leo, I think that in this case is probably the most cogent possible case to own the weapon. So you make that. I have to go that direction and agree. You know, it's in a it's what a about very breaking into your home. Somebody breaking in your home. What You're if not... you live in an area that has a lot of break-ins, like a lot of crime? Do you think a it, how many? How, do you think a handgun's better or an AR? Uh, well, in terms of the a gun owner. Well, well I'm just cares? saying. But I'm I mean, who's right. the, rapist, the potential <laughs> rapist, knowing that the homeowner has an AR-15? <laughs> well, how do they know? Probably not going to break well, in and rape. Well, that's a good point, well, though. A, but that's a good point. That leaves the gate open for people to have, you know, their question. They can, you know, have to wonder, what do you have? What does this guy have in his house? He might have an AR. And you're right back to your All point, right, so, Teddy. I, I'm, I'm going to tell with you. That guy. Here's the thing. You've, if you have a shotgun, a handgun, and an AR, I'm going to yeah. tell you what happens if in the situation where you've got someone breaking into your house. Most gun owners, unless they are well-trained, well, well-practiced, yep. they are going to miss nine out of ten shots with a handgun because of the pressure of the moment, this, that, and the other. So every gun dealer, every expert will tell the homeowner that a handgun is a bad idea. Sure. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a noisemaker. I the agree. shotgun the shotgun is is the you you can aim and you won't you won't yep. you're not going to get them you're going to wound them enough of them you're going to wound them now the a, the ar is the that is the big pit bull junkyard dog you see that come out you are turning around and running so in terms of which one is going to get the most effectiveness mm. in terms of protecting your 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 property and your family it is the gun the shotgun and then the ar they the the gun yeah. is a handgun is not going to do it. So, the, Teddy wants to go keep it shotgun and handgun. It sounds like, but that's not as effective. Um, I, I mean, it's you're going to actually if you're the homeowner, you're going to hurt less people with the AR well, because all you have to do is pull it out. Here, and here they're hauling ass. Well, as here, we all know, Teddy is true blue. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Listen here now. And I'm, uh, flare I'm reversed. I'm, okay, I'm, flare. I'm 360 okay, tomahawking flare. right here. Ready? Flare. You ready for this? You ready yeah. for this? He's going, he's uh, show me, show me the the anti-gun person, right? The anti-sec, uh, you know, 
or even somebody that's you know middle ground wants background checks out the wazoo that sort of thing ban assault uh, weapons blah 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 show me that person in a situation where they're in their home and somebody maybe like three guys have broken into that home mm-hmm. and they're standing there in front of those three guys and you say here's an ar-15 that person's going to mow those fuckers down. Sorry for the language. Yeah. Bob, let me ask you this question. Better question. Are you way kidding? better way better question. I'm sorry, Flora. Way better question. When what is the percentage of uh household break-ins when the, you know, homeowners there and their family? What percentage what I'm curious. Oh, no, I'm curious. It's I'm curious. I put one person in that situation. Don't go with one person. One, Are you one, one person one, never happens. Yeah, you know, one, you know, there, there's a, sti- there's, listen, let's just deal with statistics for a second, which is no, mathematically. No, 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 don't you want, you don't want, you don't want statistics for COVID? No, don't you want, wouldn't you rather, wouldn't yeah, you I rather, an no, I no. an analogy to a yeah. type of person. You can't throw statistics at it. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying that. I'm saying, oh, you're bird? saying the home invasion. That's everybody's wet dream. I think the bigger one is what Mike said. I'm sorry. I am never going to be playing this game very well. But Leo said that when the, the business owner, the true blue business owner, is trying to protect his, his or her property, I agree 1,000%. I think I'm emphatic about that's probably the only time an AR makes sense in some respects. But if I'm sitting in my house... And suburban and generally suburban America, I think there's a better case for mistaken identity with the police, possibly. I'm not saying what ethnicity breaking into your house versus some rando who's going to break into your house at 1 a.m. while you're in your house trying to steal your freaking TiVo. You think for a second anybody cares what? about your shit? Well, they're going to break. General, gonna, they will break into. They'll you're break. listening to a machine. They'll break into Do your car. Do the world a favor and don't act like one. That's even worse in my timing, dude. You know something, Bob? I'm sorry, Floro. You know something? He, he you know, he does Bob fit. Roberts. Hey, listen, Bob Roberts. He does fit the profile perfectly. He's intelligent, but an underachiever. Alienated from his parents, half few friends. Classic case for a crewman of the Soviets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's awful. That was awful. I can yeah. do better. All right. Go All right. ahead. Let's move on because I just slammed dunk. <laughs> I'm red now. You're I'm red. red. Dude, you're bleeding. Dude. F-bombs for. But, all right. Let me, let me bring it back full circle. You can't, you can't throw statistics at it. Right. You know, you don't, you don't know whether this, whether the person who's breaking in is a crackdown or whatever. You can't. It is situation. Right. You have you have you get to choose the extreme on how you're protecting your house. And I maintain you pull out the AR-15. That guy on your porch is going to say, and this is a strange game. The only winning move is not to play. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Best segue. Yeah. All right. To a new topic ever. Well done. Thank you for that segue. That was awesome. All right. Great segue. All right. Next. We're going to. how far? How what? Where are we at time wise? This is going to be a three, four, five parter before we get through all these topics. Well, you know anyway, what? Hey, listen. Hey, listen. We've only listen. Done two. Let's at least do three. Let's. Oh, hey, Leo. Leo. Let's. Well, I'll tell you. I'll get Leo. I'll give you time. 
we should not go beyond for our listeners who also made some great suggestions. I think it would be best to cap it around an hour, hour and 15, and then do an, another hour, hour 15 if we need. No, where, I agree. Where, where, where are we now? Well, guys, uh, the counter subtracting out. We're at forty. We're at forty minutes. All right, cool. We'll do oh, okay. at least another one, maybe. Another two. twenty oh, minutes. Yeah. All right, go ahead, guys. Oh, yeah. Round it out. We're gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tingly. tease. I'm gonna tease the audience. We are going to do a couple, uh, a couple more that are that are. I won't call them layups, but they're not. Um, they're not as provocative. And we will in part three of this. We will get into COVID and Black Lives Matter. Dude, We're I'm going to save them. I'm Ooh, getting okay. – oh. I'm, I'm feeling tingly. Thank the have, Lord. We don't have time for them tonight, but those are going to be fun. Don't be dropping abortion on me. <laughs> I, I, Not no, laughing I at that topic. Gonna, I said right. we're going to leave that the A word out of this. Um, Thank you. We're, but we'll do a couple more. We can do. We can print, squeeze a couple more in. But we'll save those biggies because those two alone are probably a full episode. Hey, uh, uh, yes, sir. Leo. Yes. Yes, sir. What's the, what's what is the primary goal of this whole show? Is to see who's oh, the. Oh come on! What is white? the primary goal? Um, to win the game. Yes. Well done. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was a dude, little slow on the update. Dude, you do, know. Do you think? Do you think everyone's figured it out by now? I don't I hope know. So. I, I don't know. know. We'll five see. People. I think None this is that went to Bloomsburg. I hey, listen. Hey, Mike. You know. Brilliant. Hey, uh, uh, Leo. I'm sorry, Leo. You know. At, you know. Listen. After all the things we went through, you know, and after very. Careful consideration, sir. I've come to the conclusion that your new defense system sucks. <laughs> oh, Teddy. You, timing is not your strong. Your future in acting. No, nah, wait for my stand-up. It's going to be awesome. All right. Okay. Well, acting, all right. no, it's stand-up. This has been fantastic. The uh, little little side contest that we're <laughs> seeing if our our loyal listeners can uh, pick up on. I think I think if you're over Any the age one of, of our 40, listeners that picks up on this, we should give them a prize. Yes, we'll get them we we'll sure. get them the red, white, and blue hats that we're. Oh over yeah. Them. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, we'll yeah, I'll make those up. Out. We'll I put hats. Made. Hats. The, the hammered mushroom, red, white, and blue hats. We'll I got them. It. Anyone? Right. First guy that guesses. Or it person. figures out what we're doing, and, and there'll be a new game every episode. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, all right, so next topic. Um, Who said Bloomsburg people were stupid? <laughs> Everybody. Just the registrar when they took our track. <laughs> <laughs> You're back again? Five years? Dude, i got to tell you this story. All right, all right. All right got to tell you this story. This, this is the problem. When it gets late and I uh, inebriate. Yep. Um, Dude, Bob. But we, you know, we I'm just sorry. Went on this golf trip. Hold on. We just went on this golf trip with all our buddies, right? But I brought this guy from Jersey, my buddy from the club, right? And we're out there, you know, playing. A few things happen. He's like looking at me with like Kishel, you know, and and these other guys like give me some looks, and I'm like, listen, Tom. It's called the Bloomsburg effect. It's like a <laughs> osmosis. <laughs> 
<laughs> but the good news is it dissipates over time. So when you go home, in about a week, you'll be okay. <laughs> I don't know whether it dissipates or you just become numb to it. <laughs> All right, let's go okay. back to topics. All right. Um, so this next one is going to fluoro. We're going to oh. talk about regulations, deregulations. Um, yes. More or less is the overarching question, but you see, you hear small business owners um, screaming about them being overregulated. They cannot, they cannot thrive and survive in today's world. Under the uh, Obama administration, reg- it was you know regulation after regulation after regulation. Trump comes in, said the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to dial a lot of them back. There were yeah. a lot of redundant ones, and he did that. That was the easy part. But then he wants to go further. The business owners are screaming, I cannot stay in business when I'm overregulated and, and turn a profit. Mm-hmm. Do, we, do we dial them back? Do we overregulate? Where, where, where do you think we go with regulations? Once again, Leo, I'm clear cut on this issue. <laughs> <laughs> and in 30 minutes, I'll uh, tell you. Oh, no, I I do not tell you in 30 minutes. It's Teddy who tells you in 30 minutes. (laughs) Disagree. All right. Get to the point, Bob. Focus. We all have our moment. Okay. Okay. I'm fine with deregulation and smaller government. I really, I I always respected um, guys like Ronald Reagan and others, you know, in the camp of smaller government. I get it. Um, I only have one, you know, one area where I think, you know, I'm sensitive to, and that is the environment. And I really feel like the environment cannot be protected by private interests, cannot. So the government has to protect the environment. I mean, look around. Bob. This is a fucking beautiful country in a beautiful world. Floro. Let's protect the world. Let's be responsible. It's, 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 you know, you know, it's plain as day. You know, mm-hmm. everyone, conservative, liberal, goes out to parks, sees the, you know, the landscape and loves it, right? So I don't believe that you can deregulate when it comes to the environment. In fact, I think there has to be more regulation. Okay. However, oh, sorry. Outside of that, outside of that, he's still. I'm fine with deregulation. (laughs) Okay, Uh, Leo. Hey, Leo. Hey, Leo. That was under two minutes. Hey, Leo. 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 Blue state. Leo, I'm going to help you a lot here. I think the question was about regulations on small businesses. No. Regulations in general. Okay. Smaller government. I gotcha. Yeah. That, you know, there, you know, there, there are some environmentalists who says, you know, they say it will be a millisecond of brilliant light, then we will be vaporized due to climate change, and it's scary. It can be awful to think about this as a human being, but to fluoro. I think maybe you didn't really realize the real uh, magnitude of Leo's question, which is, as me, personally, uh, Teddy, mm-hmm. I'm, as a small business, business owner, I'm, I'm, not necess- I'm, I'm not the person 
who's a mom and pop shop. You know, I'm I'm a I I have some support from a corporate entity, so I'm a little bit different. Bottom line is this. I don't think the regulations hurt me so much at the federal level. They hurt me a lot at the state level, and more so, taxes, taxes, taxes. And I'm okay with taxes that make sense, but the township where I do business has five different taxes, and I'm being doubly taxed. And I actually have asked my accountant, I'm like, what do I do? And my accountant's like, you know, what do you want, what do you want to say? I'm like, so you have to start fighting a lawsuit against a municipality. So you know what? You give up. You don't move forward. It's an endless war against small governments. More small government than federal. So I think, uh, I think regulations at the federal level, to ease them up, sure. Uh, a lot of those came from tax breaks, I think. And they were, you know, I hope they go to the right uh, entities. Sometimes they don't. So uh, I'm not so concerned necessarily about federal t- uh, regulations. It's very uh, exclusive to what I do. I'm more concerned about the state and the federal level. Okay. Fair enough. So back to uh, something. That Thanks you the there. word entity, by the way. Well, Thank you. Multi- Multiple we were talking time. earlier about somebody who likes to rehash the same word over and over and over when they're making a point. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I believe entity was uh, was just uh, was just used. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw back to Floro a little bit on this. I I, I always say about the climate change conversation. The, we should treat the planet like you're visiting somebody else's house. You're always should be respectful. You should always be, you know, you clean up your mess. You're not, you know, I'm not suggesting that we take everything off the table, but here's where people from my side of the aisle run into a problem with this. Um, right. We have heard in the last, we'll say 55 or so years, we've heard, dip, we've heard, global warming, we've heard global cooling, we've heard the ozone layer, we've heard, uh, you know, there's, the list goes on and on, and none of them have happened. I had a, um, I had a, a science teacher in high school, uh, shout out to Mr. Stankowitz here, and that was actually his name. Um, he, at the time, at, at that time, the ozone layer. He didn't like yeah, that, he liked Stankowitz. Yeah, at, at the time... <laughs> The ozone layer was the big scare. You know, everybody, we got to take everybody's aerosol away and our CFCs and we did Freon that, by the way. and all that. We, we did. We it. did. And he, he, t- he said to our class, he laughed at us. He said, or laughed at the, the concept. He said, let me tell you I mean, what happens first, with the, go for it. He said, let me okay. tell you what happens with the ozone layer. Every single day, the sun comes up. And our it hits our atmosphere. It creates a brand new ozone layer every wow. single day. You right. cannot you cannot poke a hole in the ozone layer. In the, we would burn up in a second. Never happened. It's just it's always alarmist. It's a where you know Miami was supposed to be underwater. New New York was supposed to be underwater twenty years ago. It's just mm-hmm. there's just it just gets to a point where it becomes white noise, and we just. You know, we get tired of it. And then that to back to where Teddy said, now there's a there's more taxes on cleaning this, cleaning that. And I'm not saying don't be clean and don't, you know, pollution or any of that kind of stuff. But it's at some point when you have an alarmist statement and you've gone over 10, when are we supposed to stop listening to your alarmist statements? It's just it's just, 
That was to me, right? Yeah. Carl. Yep. It, I I totally get you, Leo, coming from the direction you're coming from. I see it too. I'm not coming from the same direction, but I see it too. When when you have alarmist statements, it it you know creates doubt. It repels people. So I'm not for those. It's the boy who cried wolf. You can't yeah, do it exactly. over and over yeah. and over. Hell yeah. That, I, lived, that's, I lived that, through it. That's what the Same left thing. or the conservative viewpoint on climate change yeah. and global warming, yeah. global cooling, yeah. global blah, blah, blah. Okay. It just, it just sounds like the boy that cried wolf to us. Yeah. Okay. So going back to like the ozone and other things like that, that example, which is a good one. It, it wasn't – I don't think anybody said there would be a hole in the ozone. I think it was the thinning of the ozone, but that's irrelevant. It's really – the point is, you know, the effect of gloom and doom did not happen. Mm -hmm. um, but it didn't happen, maybe, because we did ban the fluorocarbons. So it Fluoro! Goes, Here's here's my yeah or fluorocarbon, <laughs> and uh, here's my analogy. This is my great analogy for the night. Okay, say I'm a basketball coach, right? Ooh, that's and strange. I'm going into a big game, right? And the other team has this great offensive weapon, right? And but he's hot or cold. He's like hit or miss. Like he he'll either pour in fifty or he'll get zero. Okay. And I go out there and I scheme a defense to stop him. And right. he gets he, he's ineffective. He gets no points or very little points. At the end of the game, do you think it's my defense? Or is it him? That's the same analogy with the environment. Like, do you think it's what we're doing is working? You don't know if it works. So you can't say, oh, well, we stopped the ozone layer problem. We stopped the clean water problem. We stopped the air pollution problem with all these programs and things we did. But other people can say, well, I never was harmed by anything. Mm -hmm. So I can't say your programs worked. Maybe it did. They weren't necessary. Okay. So, so I, hold on. I, I I'm not. I'm okay. not I'm not right. disputing you. What I'm Burrow. saying is nobody knows. Nobody knows. Hey, right? hey. Hold on. So I'm almost kill... done. It's... All right, I'm almost done. What is the harm of taking a proactive approach against the, you know, against pollution and these things that harm the environment, right? Mm -hmm. What is the, what is the uh... downside of that? The downside of that is when you put regulation after regulation after regulation, you've got to test every single thing you do for emissions, every single thing you do for the environment. And I'm I'm not saying none, but we got to a point where we were doing so many things that small business after small business said, I give up. Not, I can't. Not on the environment. Oh, absolutely on the environment. Small business? Show me some small business that was uh, hurt by the EPA. Those hey, are guys. All big hey, listen. Listen. Wait, 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 right. whoa, 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 whoa. Big, hey, fine. Guys. Either one. Listen here, guys. Okay, listen. Let I me, work hey, for a big business. Fluoro. I have worked for a big business. Fluoro. Fluoro. But it's only nine. It's only 10 o'clock. I'm, not, I I'm, not, I'm not stopping you over. Wait, wait. I want to ask you a quick question, all right? Can I ask you a yeah. question? Okay. 
Yeah, you should have raised your hand. <laughs> listen, I'm sorry. I didn't raise. I'm sorry. Okay, listen. I want to know this question. Are either of you paleontologists? <laughs> Obviously, no. I'm no. desperate in need of a paleontologist. Come on now. <laughs> is that in the movie? It really? is. Yes. What? You gave it away. Oh, you're done. Well, I didn't right. say the movie. No, All right. All right. Go ahead. All right. Back to me. Yeah. Go back to you, Bob. All right, Flora. All right. Um, <laughs> so, I, what, what I'm saying to you, Leo, yes. is nobody knows, but I don't see the downside. Big business can adapt. Okay. However, me, also. There is a huge potential industry in innovation on energy. And if if we keep going back to the the dark ages of energy production and focusing on that, we're not focusing on innovation and that's business and that's capitalism and that's economy. Okay. That's, so that's a, why that's a great aren't point. We? Are, because they're they're incre- we are, but they're incredibly expensive, and they'll take time. I think it's so a, what you know. If, if not, so what? It, that's, right? That's no, what I'm they not, said I'm when not they saying, rolled out the first car, and everybody was riding a horse. I, I'm not saying we shouldn't do that. I'm saying that just takes time. But the question about you, you're talking about why? Why? What does it hurt? So if we make the United States the gold standard and you have places like India and China and other countries who basically say we could care less about pollution, about any of that kind of stuff. We're on the same ball. No, we're the not under- the same. Sorry. No, not no, no. We're on, we're on the same planet. That- we are on the same planet, but we can produce more pollution than any other country on the earth, by far, times 10, 20, 30. Dude. We can do it. We could, but... We do now. No, India is far, is 10 times more of a pollutant than we are. No. Oh, yes, yes, Tell me are. the statistics. No way. Per capita, I've... per capita person, pollution, production, not even close to India. Oh, my gosh. Well, you, we, right, you're going to have to look at... Put the data up. All right, I'll pull something up. Uh, where? What do you want? Do you have anything you want to chime in on this, Teddy? Um, like I said, I, I, I think I've already said what I said, hopefully. Okay. Um, I think there is a climate issue. We are dealing with significantly more challenging times than ever. Um, and, you know, that might just be a natural cycle. It might not be. Um, right. You know, there's a lot of debate about that. But ultimately, I think humans absolutely positively are here and definitely contributing in a different way than ever before. And then that means can we shift some things to – and it's already happening. These things are happening because it makes sense. You know, um, when Tesla makes a profit – People start listening, and then other companies start innovating and start being more electric. And then eventually, hydro- whatever the next generation um, you know, technology is, it's going to happen eventually. So we have to give at least you know, companies who understand this or you know, don't need the government to tell them how to do it. I'm not sure how Amazon got started, but when they did, I know they were the only book company. They built something from the ground up. 
and probably got a little government you know, leeway here and there, but ultimately did it on their own bootstraps. So you know, we will innovate and come, overcome this generally, but we have to recognize the fact that, look, we're dealing with a lot of different changes. One is in the environment, and you know, we're dealing with you know, the United States right now. There's seismic activity out in Yellowstone. That's kind of scary more than you know, if the climate shifts. Because the climate will shift forever for a very long time if, you know, Yellowstone erupts. So, you know, we're living in dynamic time. We just probably just recognize a few basic things and not get too alarmed about other things until we know more. So I think we have to take a moderate view on this, as always. Okay, and um, I got some stuff for so you. You are so liberal. Thank you. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm, I'm I'm okay on that, man. I'm not I I'm not bleeding red on Dude, the climate, man. On this this topic was deregulation, right? Do you want that's, that's what you, the topic? Not you the want, environment. Did you want oh, I threw out I said the only thing I want is regulation on the environment. I and got the, it. And the conservative guy can't even give me that. Not one thing. Can't give me one thing. Budge one in. Here's the other Dude, thing. I've, I've, I've said, I've sent, plenty. Uh, Leo, I've sent you texts on this. I've sent you texts on this. Subject. Oh, oh, no. And I've said the guy that could be the champion of the environment is Trump. Oh, yeah, you have. I agree. If he, if he said. If, no, if you envision that, sit back and envision Trump all of a sudden becomes <laughs> the champion of the environment and says, listen, it's okay. We were wrong before. Now we're going to prosper through innovation of energy and protecting the environment. Everybody would be on board. Everybody. Uh, listen, so if, I t- on the podcast, I told, we, we don't, we don't, we don't. We don't we don't upload this podcast to YouTube. We should, because what I just saw right now is worthy of an Academy Award. Thank you, Bob. Well, I'm working on everything at once. Thank you. I need Uh, some people to help me. You you did send that to me, and I agree with you. If he owned that, he would he would be a landslide victor. But you could have before COVID happened when he had. Um, the unemployment to record lows, everything you would think he was already the you know he would get credit. For, no one wants. They'll find a flaw in whatever he does. He just no, he's just such a lightning rod. Not on that. Not on that, Leo. Dude, light. Unemployment, unemployment was lowest ever for men, women versus unemployment. Death well, versus working. You live and prosper. You can breathe. Or you can go to work. People are going to choose the breathing. Hey, uh, Floro. You, you know, you realize every single election is decided by the economy, not yeah, the environment. It is, Mike. But in I, the back of everyone's mind, Leo, not Mike, is that I, I, I'm not arguing. Able to breathe clean air. You go out on your back, your man, out of your man cave onto your back porch, and you say, "Wow, that's great." It's mm-hmm. awesome. Floro. Right? Everybody wants that in the back of their mind. Floro. Leo. Where they go to work? Boys. Trump. But Trump they don't want everybody. He would have everybody locked in if hey, he was uh, the champion of the environment. All right. Look, guys, here we're going to. Hey, listen, real quick. Just to keep the integrity, we're going to do five more minutes. So wrap it up. 
That's fine. Go that's back to you, Leo. Fine. That's absolutely fine. Well, so we're, um, I, I want to give you the statistics that you asked for, since you wanted okay. to know about the, the highest polluting countries. They are the top per five. Per capita? Yep. yep. Top five polluting countries. Mm-hmm. China is number one at 30%. United States is number two at 15 India is seven. Russia, five. Japan, four. So, okay. But, but if you if we're shooting everything up and others aren't playing in same by the same rules, it's you're not gonna have the desired effect. It's you, well, that's you're a not, top we're not ten gonna, list, and I don't know what you know the percentages of India versus China, but China's doing a lot to uh, go to um, you know green energy. All right, we're, we're, not, we're not going down. We're going to get. We're going to get. China's on the list here. Down in they're in, number for, one. For, no, I know, but uh, we're going to discuss China on an, on another topic. But we're going um, We're not going to go into China right now. No. Um, uh, but I think that was you know Your was list good. Confirms my point. There, India is nowhere near the U.S. They're number we're three. two, and they're seven. No, they're three. No, you just said there were seven. I I only gave you a top five. It's hard to be seven. Didn't he say seven? <laughs> no, no, I gave you a top. I gave you a top five. It was top five. China, U.S., India, Russia, Japan were the top five. <laughs> right. Okay. All right, but anyway. Okay. Uh, I acquiesce. On that, I think we. Uh, I I think we covered some fabulous ground, gentlemen. I enjoyed well it. Tremendous. There's some great, great discussion. Yeah, you know, I think we just end it. Uh, I'll toss it back to Teddy to to wrap us up. But, okay. uh, you know, maybe we just finish with a nice game of chess. There you go. <laughs> Beautifully played. Awesome job all around. Um, you know, uh, we've covered a lot of topics. And I think there's a few more. Uh, I think that Leo has a couple more questions possibly asked, correct? Oh, yeah, I got at more. least... I got at least two more shows. Okay, great. Awesome. So at this point, um, we're going to wrap up this episode of the Red, White, and Blue podcast from Not Your Average Amigos. Sorry, Bob. We'll do some things hopefully very soon now that COVID's uh, lockdowns have been released. My name is Fleuro, by the way. I can't <laughs> stop saying it. You I know, know what? It's- it, yeah, I don't know. It's late. I know you're sleepy. <laughs> hey. I know your plans don't oh include me. Some, somebody hit the end button. Okay. So at this point, we're going to wrap <laughs> before it. We, uh, before about, we play global thermonuclear war. Yes. <laughs> Call tonight. Oh, wait a minute. Five. Five. Hold on. Hold four. on. No. No, no, we're, no, we're almost no. at Bob. Or, is this a game or is it real? Floro, we're almost at <laughs> DEFCON, four, DEFCON 1. Uh, it's not DEFCON 1. You're wrong. <laughs> All right. Night. Peace. All right, gentlemen. All right. See you guys. Always a pleasure. Later. All right. Bye. Next time. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. To leave your comments, go to notyouraverageamigos.com and go to the episodes page. Also, we would appreciate any donations to help us defray the costs of production. No donation is too small. 
you can go to paypal.me forward slash Chuck Watkins. Thank you for listening. Until next time.